Welcome to Season 2 of the Fit Cook Life Podcast. What is up, guys? Welcome to today's podcast, the Fit Cook Life Podcast. I am Coach Cam. Sitting across from me is Coach Ronnie Denman. What is up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. we got a good one planned for you today. This is round three of the podcast. Yes. We've had two attempts now, <laughs> and uh, we're going to blow right through it now. Yeah, it's been a, uh, it's a different scenery than what we're used to. Usually, we're in Coach Ronnie's kitchen. Today, we're in my kitchen. So... We're going to blow through this one. We've got a great workout for our clients in about an hour, so we're going to get through this podcast and then go train some FCL members, so we're super excited about that. In today's podcast, we're talking about the next phase of your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. So we've talked a little bit about the nutrition, some of the mindset stuff, really getting you started off, getting you moving. The next one is going to be about how to structure your workout program. Coach Ronnie's going to walk us down that part of your journey. You ready to dive into this thing? Yep. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. So the next phase of your fitness journey, uh, you got up, you're starting to move a little bit now, uh, which is great, uh, but we need to start adding some structure to your workouts. Uh, So getting up and walking only goes so far. Um, Eventually, you're going to hit a plateau, and especially if you're being a little lax on that nutrition side of things. Uh, Especially in the beginning, that's where it's kind of the hardest. You'll be doing good, you'll be doing good, and then you slip up a little bit. Um, Then the same thing happens with your activity. So you'll be doing good, and then something happens. You have an off day, and you you just want to take some time off, um, which is fine to do every now and then. But then if you slip up, uh, it's just going to create this this weird kind of habit of, okay, well, I'm just going to take this day off, or you know what, I'm not feeling it today. Um, I was good. I, I can just go ahead and and forget about it for today. It's cheat day, you know. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the whole uh, cheat day type thing and and letting it take over your entire day and not being active. Um, but now you are starting to be more active, and we want to add some structure to your workouts. Uh, so first things first, whenever you're going into a workout, uh, we recommend that everyone does a dynamic warm-up. And you might be asking, Coach Ronnie, what is a dynamic warm-up? Well, that is something that's going to be moving your body around, mimicking the movements that you're going to be doing in your workout. And why is this important? Because if you go into a workout cold, then your muscles don't have the elasticity that they should. Um, I kind of like to refer to this with my clients as uh, a rubber band. So if you take a rubber band and you start stretching it out, and you stretch it out slowly then it's going to get more elastic and you can stretch it out more over time. Uh, But if you take that same rubber band and you throw it in the freezer and then you go to stretch it, it's just going to break. Um, And when it breaks, it hurts really bad. And I've heard heard a lot of my clients, so they'll come in, they're like, well, it's warm outside and I walked in here. And that's not what he means by dynamic warm-up. Right. Walking into the gym is not your (laughs) warm-up. No, no, and sitting in the sauna isn't a warm-up either. It'll warm you up, yes, but that's not a warm-up. It's not the microwave (laughs) of fitness. (laughs) No. So basically what you need to be doing is you need to be going through movements. So if you're, let's take a leg workout, for example. If you know you're going to be doing squats and lunges and stuff, then start out doing squats and lunges, but do a body weight. 
take your body through those movements, get the get the joints nice and loose, get the muscles moving, get some blood flow into that area, and that way you can start moving better. Um, so dynamic warm up is something that's moving. Um, we talked we've talked about stretching, and this is more of a moving type stretch. So it's going to be movements that that you get a good stretch in the muscle, but you're not going down and just holding it. So a classic example of a, of a static stretch, one that you hold, is just when you bend over, touch the toes, and try to stretch your hamstrings. Um, that's a static uh, warm-up movement. You want to be doing something dynamic. So an example of a dynamic movement for your hamstrings is to kick one leg out, reach down, scoop, and then stand back up. So you're getting that hinging motion, and you're stretching that hamstring with that foot out in front of you, but you're still moving at the same time. Yeah, you want to keep moving. You want to get moving again. You don't want to just sit there in place and then expect yourself to be able to lift heavy weight or lift any weight, for that matter. Right, right. So in your dynamic warm-up, you want to be doing stuff that is going to be using the, the body parts that you're going to be using in your workout. Um, if you're doing a full-body workout, then do a full-body warm-up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you should be doing something that's going to prepare your body for the workout itself. And then after that, um, realize where you may be lacking in your mobility. You want to be adding some, some mobility work into your warm-up too because if you've been sitting in front of a computer all day, chances are you've had your shoulders hunched forward and, and you're in this really bad posture um, and you need to get that that upper back to get into a little bit of extension. So by going through different movements to open up in the chest and stretching out your chest and get those shoulders opened up, it's going to improve that posture, which is going to translate into better lifts because your body's going to be in a better position to move. And it's going to keep you safer, which is going to help you avoid injury. Um, So realize where your mobility restrictions are. a lot of times people have uh, mobility issues with their back. Um, that's just an example that we use because a lot of times we're in that hunch forward position. Whether we're driving, whether we're sitting, or if we're just texting, it's all without shoulders rounded forward. So by doing some exercises that help to work that upper back and bring that, those shoulders back, that's going to help you as well. Um, is there anything you want to add to the mobility side of things? Yeah, I think, you know... A lot of people think, well, you know, I, I work outside. Uh, I don't sit in front of a desk. Let, let, take a step back for a second. If you work behind a desk, obviously you feel yourself tight. If you're sitting in a car for a long time in traffic, especially here in Atlanta, we have a ton of clients that are listening to this that live in Atlanta. And in big cities and stuff, you're going to be sitting in, in, in traffic. And <clears throat> again, like you said, you're hunched over. You know, your hips are tight. You're sitting in that seated position the whole time. Or let's say you're working out in the morning. You've been laying down all night long. You're tight. Your body's tight. You might feel good, but that doesn't mean that you're ready to work out. Yeah. You know, um, it, It's very, very important. What Coach Ronnie's talking about is very important to keep, keep in pursuit of that fitness goal. Because if you do get hurt, you're talking about a big step back. And yeah. we don't want you to take step backs. We want you to take step forwards. So mobility and... And warming up and everything like that, super important. Yeah. <clears throat> and I always like to start with that with people, um, teaching them different warm-ups, teaching them uh, different mobility things that they may need to work on after doing a movement analysis. Um, and it's just going to help you move better in your workouts. It's going to help your body 
be more prepared to be moving more weight and become more efficient and whenever you're 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 able to do these movements better and with better form and actually really focus on the muscles that you're using and what you should be using then you're going to continue to see those results because you're able to really focus in on what you should be doing with all the different cues of the workout exactly um, but moving on from there, whenever it comes to, to setting up your workout, so you got your you got your warm up in, you're ready to go to the gym, and what do you do from there? Uh, well, a lot of times, what I see guys do, unfortunately, they go over, grab the dumbbells, and they start doing bicep curls, yeah. and then they'll go over to the rope Dude, and they'll start yes. pumping it down. And curls then for the girls. They get the they get the arm pump before <clears throat> they do anything. Yeah, they've lost all their strength before trying to hit any other body part. Mm-hmm. And it just, it blows my mind. I'm like, why is that your go-to to warm up? Or they'll take the dumbbells and they'll do some weird, like, I don't know. It's like the YMCA dance with it. And they're saying they're warming <laughs> up their shoulders ready to bench. But I don't know what it is because it's not anything that's right. And then they load up the bar <laughs> and they go as heavy as they can. And they can't get it. And they wonder why. Yeah. Or a lot of people are doing, when we're talking about setting up your 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 workout you know they do the same workout every time they walk in the gym yep so this is going to give you guys a little bit of clarity into how you should be structuring your actual workout when it comes to selecting different movements and everything uh so whenever it comes to setting up a workout you want to try to do compound movements before isolation movements and what does that mean those are big words what the heck does that mean compound movements are going to be multi-joint movements so an example of that is going to be a push-up. You're going to be moving at your shoulder joint and your elbow joint. There's two joints in play there. Um, so that's a compound movement. It's a pressing movement or a pushing movement. So you're going to be using your chest, shoulders, and triceps. So multiple muscle groups there. Compound movements use multiple muscle groups. Isolation movements are exactly what they say. They're isolating. Mm-hmm. You're isolating a single muscle group, which which is perfectly fine, but you want to save those movements for later on in your workout. Now, why do we want to do that? You want to do your compound movements first because you're going to have the most energy. Um, your body only has a finite amount of energy stored within the muscles uh, before it starts to have to make more. Um, so by doing your big movements first you're taxing the biggest muscles um you're you're doing the movements that require the most amount of energy and it only makes sense to do those first you wouldn't want to go through an entire leg workout and save your heavy squats for the end after you've already blasted your quads hamstrings calves glutes and everything why would you save your heavy squats for the end no you want to be doing your big movements first and then move to the smaller ones yeah, yeah, and I see that a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me, I see that a lot. People will go and they will they'll do a bunch of isolated movements, and they they're thinking, oh, well, this is warming up my quads. Mm-hmm. This is warming up my glutes. This, and I'm like, yo, you realize you just worked out for an hour, and now you're gonna try to hit your <clears throat> your your best rep ever. Yeah, you know, and you're trying to max out every single time that you go in, and that that's wrong. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. You, you there's a there's a fine line between warming up a muscle 
and then overdoing it. Yeah. You don't want to warm up to the point of fatigue. You know, you should after your warm up, you should be ready to go into your workout. You should be ready to move. You should be wanting to do more, and then just start out with your bigger exercises, and then move to the smaller ones. Um, but different examples of different compound movements are going to be like squats, push ups, bench press, pull ups. Um, we have rows, deadlifts, uh, lunges, step ups. There's a lot. Um, but really what it comes down to is that you're choosing those big muscle groups first. You want to hit those first and then mm-hmm. move on to the smaller ones. And, and you don't want to forget about your core. When you're warming up, whether it's an upper body workout or a lower body workout, you're going to be using that core mm-hmm. to keep everything stabilized. Yeah, about 70% of your, your power production comes from your core. So if you have a weak core, then everything else is just gonna go haywire so don't pay don't don't focus too much on those glutes don't focus too much on those quads chest back without hitting that core and really warming up that core properly yep yep and what i like to do uh whenever it comes to workouts is i like to be efficient in my workout so whenever i'm setting them up i think of okay how can i set up this workout where i can be efficient and i can move well between my different movements that i gotta do uh, and the way that I do that is I set set up my workout so I'm either doing supersets or I'm doing different types of circuits. Um, so if you are short on time and you want to be the most efficient in the gym, set up different exercises that you can pair together. Use similar equipment, but try to pair your exercises where you're doing opposing muscle groups together or a different muscle group entirely um, that allows that first muscle group to recover. Exactly. So example of something like that is going into a workout, I would do, um, we'll say I'll start out with doing a set of push-ups, and then I'll go and I'll do pull-ups, and then I'll throw in a core exercise. So I'm getting my my pushing um, muscles, which chest, shoulder, triceps, that's generally the, the muscles that you're going to be using. I'm getting my pulling, which is biceps and back, um, all different muscles in the back, and then uh, throwing in some core in there too. So I'm not hitting one muscle too much. It's not like I'm doing a set of uh, pull-ups and then I'm doing bicep curls right after it. And then I'm going and doing hammer curls right after that. That's a, that's a lot on the back and the, the biceps as well. Yeah. And, 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 and then, you know, that falls back into making sure that, that you're warming up those muscles that you're about to hit, right? Yep. You know, uh, there's no need in doing a, a bunch of push-ups if you're about to hit legs. There's no need to doing a bunch of squats if you're about to hit chest. Right. So be smart about this, to, this sort of stuff. Warm, yeah. up, warm up properly. Have a system in play. Have a game plan when you before you walk into that gym. Yep. Because I, I, I see this all the time. People think, hey, did you warm up? Well, I skipped my warm-up because the turf area or the ab area or the little blank space in your gym was taken. I hear that that's it. That's a poor ex- excuse. Yep. You can still find a spot to warm up. Yeah. So make sure that you get it in. Yep. So just prioritize it. Uh, go through that warm up. Do your mobility stuff. Start with compound movements, and then move to your isolation. Start with the big muscle groups, then move to the smaller ones. If you look at your body, you can tell and see which muscles are generally going to be bigger than the others. Your quads and legs are going to be bigger than your forearms. 
Yeah. So <laughs> just looking at it that way, uh, start with big, move small. Um, and if you guys ever need any help with any type of programming, you know we're here. We offer several different uh, solutions for your problem that you have, which is not knowing how to structure your workout. Uh, not having the time to structure that workout. Yeah. Because it does. It takes time. You cannot just sit there and say, I'm going to do so-and-so, so-and-so's workout off Instagram every single time. Yeah. You know, that, that can get tiresome. Um, in order to have somebody that's like, you know, hey, we'll take the thinking out of it. Here you go. And we have the game plan and the future set up for you to hit that goal. You're not making sure that we're not spinning around in circles. Yeah. Yeah. We take a systematic approach uh, and every single workout is designed to get you to your goals in the most effective way possible. Uh, maximizing results and your time in and out of the gym. So if you guys are interested in that, head on over to the website, www.thefitcooklife.com. we got several different packages to choose from, in-person and online options. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. about it for structuring the workout. Very simple, very easy to do. Yep. It's, it's not... I don't want to say it's not as hard as it seems because whenever you're, whenever you have an actual goal in mind, it can get hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you are are simplifying it the way that you just did, it is that easy to make sure, not just what exercises to do because that's the hard part, but making sure that you're getting in the the correct style of warm up, making sure that you're staying mobile, making sure that you're not. Focusing too much on those isolated movements that are uh, overdoing it on those smaller muscles and you're not paying attention to those bigger muscles, stuff like that. Those types of things are easy little fixes that you can do in your workout. So make sure that you pay attention to that. Take some notes on those. Um, So the next part of our podcast, the announcements. Uh, We did our weekly Zoom call with our coaching clients uh, this past week. It was fantastic. We answered some questions that our clients had, uh, we're very happy about that. Yeah. I think that that's really going to help a lot of people. We talked a lot this past week about um, what to do when traveling. So it's summertime, America's opening back up, people are wanting to get on vacation. Yeah, the quarantine uh, is over, so you're like, man, I'm going to the beach. Yeah, we talked some some nutrition tips and a little bit of training tips in that, that last call, and that was some good stuff. Uh, we might be bringing some of that to the podcast here yeah. in the future, but uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot and of fun. I think uh, realizing what where their struggles were, I think we're going to be sending out some some little fun, easy tips for our clients, um, our online in person clients uh, specifically, uh, to help them whenever they're traveling. Uh, <clears throat> we are also starting something new. Uh, It's called Saturdays with the FCL. Uh, Every Saturday we're going to be doing something fun uh, with the uh, Fit Cook Life family uh, and their their families and friends and and having them invite people out. Uh, Last Saturday, or really it was last Sunday because we couldn't get in on Saturday, but Mm -hmm. last Sunday we went and had like a, a guy's day out type thing, went and played some golf, had fun. It was a great time. Coach Ronnie and I lost... Yeah, one point. Yeah, but 
<laughs> in golf, it's called a stroke, right? <laughs> stroke. You can tell how much I play. Yeah. No. But we had a great time. We ended up losing by one, but it's all right. You know, we're not salty about it at all, even though we've already called for a rematch. Um, Cornhole's going down. Yeah. This Saturday, tomorrow, as we're recording this podcast, we are going to have a little family cookout type thing. It's a potluck uh, at my house. Everybody is coming out. We're going to have some food. We're going to play some cornhole. That's where Coach Ronnie and I are going to get our redemption. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to play some cornhole, play some games, just hang out and, and have fun. Yep, have fun with the community. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do next Saturday. We might be at a park. Uh, we might do some different things. Hopefully Ronnie and I can can uh, get some connections here in the, the Sandy Springs and Dunwoody area, the North Atlanta area, with some companies to be able to come out and hang out with us and show us their products or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, we're super excited about Saturdays. Saturdays are going to be fun days. Yep. Stay tuned uh, on all of our social media platforms yeah. uh, at The Fit Cook Life. If you're not following us, you should be. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not following us on social media, what are you doing? Yes, come on. <laughs> but we'll be giving announcements for uh, what we're going to be doing as far as events and stuff on our social media. So make sure you are following us. Yeah. Uh, at The Fit Cook Life this is The Fit Cook Life Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fit Cook Life, the FCL group on Facebook. Um, and then Instagram for Coach Ronnie is at Ronnie Dimon. Mine is at Real Cam Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing some more lives and just some easy little um, FCL member giveaways or you know just some different stuff like that on that Facebook. So make sure that you get over there on that. Uh, and then my TikTok live, trying to do that at least once a week. Um, but yeah, and then make sure that you're staying up to date on the scheduling updates for the classes. You'll find that on our website. Um, and you can sign up through there and put yourself in the class. So make sure that you're getting into those. Uh, next week on the podcast, we're going to be going over social media expectations versus reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of excited about that. Uh, my alter ego might come out during this podcast, so y'all stay tuned for that one. Usually it's like a TED Talk gone wild for me. Yep. Coach Ronnie's seen it a couple of times. Coach Gary might take over next podcast, <laughs> yeah. so we might have a special guest. <laughs> yeah, if you're wondering who Gary is, listen to the next week's podcast and he'll reveal himself. Um, in closing, if you have any questions uh, for us, you can uh, email us info at thefitcooklife.com. Submit your questions there or DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Yeah, make sure that you're getting plugged into that community. If you're interested in any personal training or online training, it doesn't matter where you're at. We'll be happy to have a little consultation. The consultation call is free. Um, So go sign up for it. See where you're at. See if we're a good fit for you. We're not going to try to pressure you into anything. We want clients that want to be with us. So if it's not for you, then it's not for you. No worries about it. So make sure that you are signing up for those. As well, if you're listening to this podcast and you're getting any structure out of it, why not get on the phone with us? We are this nice in person, I promise you. Yeah, you can actually see us through your phone or your computer too. Ooh, we're real people. We are real people, not just voices behind a mic. Yeah. So make sure that you're uh, following us on all platforms and stay tuned for next week. Anything you want to end it with? Are those the killer hornets. What are those? Gary's coming next week. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. Till next time.